What's happening, everybody? On today's show, we will go around the conference as we have an update from Missouri and Texas A&M spring practice, a Tennessee coaching hire, more transfer portal news, and much, much more. Also, who from the SEC stood out at the NFL Combine last week? We'll catch up with Thor Nystrom from NBC Sports to get his thoughts on Jordan Davis, Javon Walker, and much more. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at lockedonsec.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And we start over at Missouri as Eli Drinkwitz and company, they held their sixth spring practice on Tuesday and uh, meeting with the media afterwards. Eli Drinkwitz saying that the offensive line has kind of been shuffling because their right tackle, Hiron White, uh, is missing the rest of spring and summer with a lower leg injury. With him out, Zeke Powell is getting first-team reps at right tackle while Mitchell Walters is also getting some work in there. Connor Tolleson and Buffalo transfer Benz Polgar are competing for the starting center job. Of course, the uh, quarterback battle is one that we're keeping an eye on. If you remember just a couple weeks ago, Jaden Daniels from Arizona State was rumored to be eyeing a transfer to Missouri. Of course, that didn't happen. He chose LSU. Eli Drinkwitz said this week, Missouri is not actively pursuing another quarterback, but... They're not actively shying away from finding another quarterback. Uh, the current battle is between quarterbacks Brady Cook and Tyler Macon this spring. Also, Truman State transfer running back Cody Schrader has, quote, absolutely earned a chance to be a part of the mix this year. That's according to Eli Drinkwitz. He earned his number 20 after Saturday's scrimmage. Over at Texas A&M, they're going through their spring practice since they started up this week. They'll be off next week with spring break. So the Aggie football team got their spring ball started on Monday. They were back out on the practice field on Wednesday, still just in helmets uh, due to NCAA rule. There are a lot of players on the A&M defense that are going to be new faces. They've got several newcomers, six true freshmen, cornerback, Denver Harris, safety Bryce Anderson, Anthony Lucas on the D-line, Bobby Taylor, the DB, linebacker Ish Harris, and safety Jared Kerr. Kerr was not in action Wednesday as he appeared to be nursing uh, an injury. That's according to a report. But uh, on the offensive side, obviously they've got some newcomers, Max Johnson, Connor Weigman, the quarterback uh, coming in, Evan Stewart, and, uh, of course, uh, the Aggies, with Isaiah Spiller leaving for the NFL, Devin Shane, he is participating in track currently, so opens the door for some running backs to shine. Amari Daniels and LJ Johnson getting an extended look at the running back spot so far in spring practice. As far as the quarterbacks go, Max Johnson, the former LSU quarterback, 
through some of the highlights I watched. Saw him throw a couple of balls, connecting with some receivers. But the freshman, Connor Weigman, are looking pretty good in the quarterback drills. So we will see, obviously, a lot of weeks ahead for A&M in their spring practice. But uh, both Missouri and A&M underway. Meanwhile, over at Tennessee, they are heading into an important season under Josh Heupel this year, looking to build off of that great start last year. And on Wednesday, it was reported Heupel made another addition to his coaching staff. Footballscoop.com reporting Maxwell Thurmond is going to join the Vols. Tennessee has added him to their staff as a senior offensive analyst and bringing him aboard. The Vols have a coach with Deep collegiate experience at a number of different position groups. He served as Jacksonville State's interim head coach last fall when their uh, head coach was forced to resign. He's a Georgia native. The Vols reportedly still have one more analyst spot left to fill, so we'll see who they end up using there. But Maxwell Thurman joining the Tennessee staff. Meanwhile, over at Arkansas, they've been cleaning up on the recruiting trail as uh, this spring and through the transfer portal as well as uh, they're getting ready to take part in their spring practice in Fayetteville. Sam Pittman added another piece to his offensive line this week. Former uh, Georgia Tech defensive end Jordan Dominic took to Twitter to reveal he'll finish his college career at Arkansas. Four years at Georgia Tech, he recorded 103 tackles, nine sacks, five forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries. So See what he can do on the uh, defensive line, rather, for Arkansas. Meanwhile, Alabama, we know that Bryce Young is going to be their quarterback. He's the Heisman winner, but you always use a little depth there, and the Tide managed to add some depth this week on Wednesday, flipping a commitment away from Mississippi State. Quarterback Cade Ott Carruth announced on Twitter that he is joining Alabama as a preferred walk-on in this 2022 class. He's a native of Trustville, Alabama, it's not yet been rated by any of the major recruiting services, but uh, certainly going to be a nice job for him to sit behind Bryce Young and learn from the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Of course, Georgia still looking to uh, build and do what they need to do coming off of their national championship win last year. We mentioned last week Stacy Searles, uh, Georgia's new offensive line coach, replaced Matt Luke. Uh, we have the figures on what he will make. He will make an annual salary of $650,000. UGASports.com reporting that through an open rep records request. Just last year, Matt Luke signed a three-year deal paying him $900,000 annually. So Searle's making a little bit less than that. He coached three seasons with North Carolina. Of course, previously coached Georgia's O-line from 2007 to 2010. But 30 years of coaching experience for Stacey Searles, a name that we know very well around the SEC ranks. Meanwhile, in Georgia Hoops news, we know they are expected to part ways with basketball coach Tom Crane. That's according to multiple reports. Only question is, who are they going to hire? According to Chip Towers of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, he put a couple of names out there for potential candidates. He says Georgia could be focused on these guys. Xavier Associate Head Coach Jonas Hayes, Cleveland State head coach Dennis Gates, Wake Forest head coach Steve Forbes, and Southern Cal head coach Andy Enfield. Now, Jonas Hayes does have connections to Georgia, so that's why that one makes sense, but we will see what ends up happening there. 
Lastly, speaking of SEC hoops, the SEC tournament got underway last night. Vandy dominated Georgia to win their first round game. Vandy advances to face Alabama later on tonight. Meanwhile, Mizzou crushed Ole Miss. Mizzou will advance to take on LSU this afternoon. One thing worth watching from uh, following those games, some rumblings out there on the internet that Ole Miss could perhaps maybe move on from Coach Kermit Davis already. And if they did, the Rebels would go target Florida's Mike White as their next head coach. Again, a lot of that speculation. Ole Miss probably not going to move on from Kermit Davis after just four seasons in Oxford. But if they did, Mike White, would he be willing to leave Florida to reunite with his friend A.D. Keith Carter at Ole Miss? We will see. Thanks again to you guys for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about the draft prospects, some of the guys in the SEC that were at the Combine last week with Thor Nystrom from NBC Sports. That's coming your way next. Of course, March Madness is upon us, and I know you guys love filling out the brackets and all that kind of stuff, but look, man, if you're looking for something different to do, a different approach, you can check out our friends over at Stat Hero. They are taking control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with the gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups that you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players that you choose. Stat Hero, the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action. The simple, uh, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. Go check them out right now. Sign up for free, 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 right now at StatHero.com. Slash locked on. Make sure you use our promo code locked on. That will get you a 100% deposit match when you put a deposit in. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use our promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown coming your way on Monday, March 14th. You can find it right here on the Locked On SEC podcast feed and our YouTube channel. It'll be me, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup with our brackets. So make sure you check that out. All right, let's jump right into it. Our conversation with Thor Nystrom of NBC Sports as he covered the NFL Combine just last week. 
Thor, uh, congrats on, on all the hard work last week at the Combine, man. You guys had some great coverage, and it was great to see uh, what, what you had out there and, and all the stuff. And I was reading through your article on uh, kind of some of your winners from Saturday at the Combine. B- biggest takeaway, what, what stood out to you most from being at the Combine all last week? Um, I would say the biggest takeaway is either this is the most athletic draft class of all time or there was something off with the times in Indianapolis this week. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but, like, I think Lance Zierlein crunched all the numbers, and on the aggregate, this class was, I believe it was six one-hundredths of a second faster in their 40s than all the other classes before. You know, that, like, that, that was the, the sort of increase, in, in, or the, I'm sorry, decrease of times. So it, it, was, it was almost like there was a juice stopwatch or a juice track, or else we are dealing with a crazy, crazy athletic draft class. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's what stood out when we were watching some of the wide receivers and then the DBs run, the, you know, they start blazing. It's like, man, I, I know back in the day not this many people were running four twos and four threes, but uh, no, that that was interesting. It, it Was there a big riser in your mind? Was there a guy you saw that you said, man, my three-round mock draft, I didn't have this guy, but he sure shot up there. I would say Trayvon Walker from Georgia, for me specifically. You know, in college, he wasn't played – on the edges much because they were just so stacked and they play them inside into your guys, stuff like that and move them around a little bit. And I think I was a little bit lower on him because of that. And there were some people in my industry that, you know, before this had him in the top 15 or so of their mock drafts, but I needed to see that athletic composite to prove that he could be, you know, an elite edge defender in the NFL. And he went out and absolutely did that. So he was a guy for me that where my perception going in, it was changed a bit by, you know, by his athletic testing and, Arrows up for sure. Continue our conversation with uh, Thor Nystrom of NBC Sports. Thor, uh, do we have a hands down number one overall pick yet? Is it? I mean, look, Evan Neal from Alabama. He's been climbing up a lot of the boards. A lot of people kind of believe in him. But is, is it Evan Neal from Alabama? Who do we have a number one overall pick yet? I think we're going to be waiting up until it, it's announced. And that's one of the cool things about this draft class. You know, like initially it was like. Evan Neal was, was the front runner, or maybe it was Hutchinson at the very beginning of the process. Then it switched to Evan Neal and then Equanu, he, he was up there as well. And now it has switched back to Hutchinson after the, the NFL combine. He has, he has retaken the lead as, as the prohibitive favorite to be the number one pick. But I think you're still, you know, in that market, I think it's going to be fluid all the way up until late April, you know, both because Jackson, but I don't think that they've made up their mind, but also because they will absolutely listen to trade offers. And so I, you know, I don't think that we're going to know in, until the very end there who's, who it's going to be. All right, we're going to talk more with Thor Nystrom in just a second. Again, thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Look, the tournament is upon us. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. And if you want to try something new, something cool, something unique, Look, we've done our homework, and we are running our brackets at runyourpool.com. They've got uh, everything that you need, options to edit scoring, they offer more intel to make your picks, all the stuff you will not find some of those other websites out there. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic, play alongside your employees, or even gain customers. Uh, they got great customer service, custom branding, one of the easiest three-minute setups that you will find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool is the best because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. No truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. It's very easy. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. Get in there. 
get signed up. You'll be able to make your picks against ours, and while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. You can enter Pure Madness at checkout. That'll get you $10 off a custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That is runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. Go check them out. Also, that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. And for all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news throughout the year. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport, sports wagering informational needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today. You can do so on your mobile device. Learn about all the trends in action. It is bet online, and it is where the game starts. All right, continuing on here on Locked On SEC. Again, thanks for making us your first listen every day. We'll continue our conversation with Thor Nystrom from NBC Sports as he was up at the Combine last week in Indianapolis. And Thor, let's jump right back into it. I know one guy that definitely wowed everybody last week was our big guy from Georgia, number 99, Big Jordan Davis. Uh, what was everyone's reaction to Jordan Davis's 40-yard dash time uh, when, when he ran it at the Combine? Yeah, everyone's facial expression was like a gif on Twitter. You're kidding. You're kidding. Like, you know, we were just look like chills, you know, and then th- they put the time up because when he's running, right, like it's like, oh, my gosh, he, he should not be moving that fast. And they put the time up and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then we were waiting for, you know, some of these numbers. You know, I mean, it wasn't just the 40, obviously. His tests were awesome. His agility drills were awesome. Everything was awesome. And we were waiting for those numbers to go official to, you know, to to see if, if he was going to test, histor- you know, have a historical precedent for his size adjusted athletic profile. And, and when they came out as official and confirmed that we had just seen what we thought we saw, he, he came out as the number two uh, RAS composite athletic uh, score of all time, regardless of position, behind only Megatron, Calvin Johnson. He's at the top of that list. In terms of that, Jordan Davis was number two. It, it was wild, and he was certainly the buzz of, of Indianapolis Saturday night and going into Sunday. So that said, does that solidify him as a lock for a first rounder? I guess does his does his combine performance move him up because of how he performed in the testing numbers? I mean, I, I would think he's got to be a guy uh, that's a lock to move up. That's right. Yeah, and 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 I do think he moves up because before I think you could say you know at the at the minimum you know he's like a a, a much bigger like. Um, uh, Ashawn Robinson or a guy like that that could, that could what, you know, Vince Wilfork, but like, you know, not maybe viewed as, as, as elite as Vince Wil- Wilfork became because you didn't know what those testing numbers wa- were. And, and so it was like, you know, and, and again, this goes back to the Trayvon Walker thing. Uh, Georgia was just so stacked where Jordan Davis, he only played, you know, whatever it was, 70% of snaps or whatever, 65% of snaps, because they would, they would rotate him in with these other guys where the other guys were playing on passing downs. And so the natural assumption would be, even though we know that Jordan Davis is, is, is a good athlete for his size, we didn't know he was, he was this good. And so, so the, the idea would be like, is this guy just a dominant, dominant run defender who needs to be pulled off the field on passing downs? I, I think, why is his, has his arrow gone up? Because that athletic profile, you're not pulling that off the field on passing downs. You're talking about a 341-pound guy that should be able to consistently push the pocket. And 
at Georgia just because of the embarrassment of riches that, you know, they, they did more of that, that rotating thing. But I think Jordan Davis is going to be a three down uh, defender in the NFL. And I think because of that before, whereas maybe he was, he was mocked like in the twenties or, you know, somewhere in there, he is very real um, in play to go in the top half of the first round now because of those tests. All right, Thor, it's been a week and a half since your mock draft 2.0. When's 3.0 coming out? Coming out next week. I'm ready. Working hard on it. Yeah, <laughs> lots of guys, you know, with big big jumps up the board, small jump, you know, falls down the board. Traylon Burks is a guy who I had at number 10 in, in, to the Jets in, in my initial, you know, mock, the last mock draft I did. He's fallen because of, you know, his athletic tests were not as good as we thought. So there's a bunch of guys that are going to move around a bit, and I'm excited to put it out there. Thor, what what uh, what was your takeaway from Kayvon Thibodeau? Because uh, look, a lot of the things that he said recently caught some headlines. I know he he ran the four five eight forty, which is fast, but then he sat out the rest of the athletic testing. What did you make of the week uh, from Kayvon Thibodeau? I I I I would say that I thought it was interesting. Um, I. And a little bit confusing because he was a guy at his media scrum who came out and said, like, I'm going to do all the athletic testing. And then he comes out, he runs the fast 40 for his size, which is great. He had a good 10-yard split. He had the exact same 10-yard split as Aiden Hutchinson did, and Aiden Hutchinson tested, you know, awesome. But then he sat out the rest of the tests, and it was a bit confusing because literally the day before he had said he was going to do them all. And then the explanation was that, that the day was really long, which it is, you know, like there's a bunch of breaks in there and they have to, you know, it's like the benching and then there's breaks and then there's, you know, all this different stuff. And then later at night is when they're doing all, all these different athletic tests. But I still thought it was, it was a curious decision, particularly because the, the guy he is in a head to head competition with for money, right? Like, I mean, the, 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 you know, which one of these two guys goes higher? It, it's a question of millions of dollars. Aiden Hutchinson, he was dominating all week, domin- you know, dominated with the teams in the interviews, stuff like that, had, you know, charmed the media, stuff like that, and then went out for the athletic test and tested as a, t- you know, top one percentile athlete. Meanwhile, Thibodeau, it was like he was sort of sitting, you know, on, on what he had. But unlike Evan Neal, who sat out all the athletic tests, Evan Neal came into the event as the favorite to go number one. So at least he was, you know, it's like a guy at a poker table that has the, all the, the chips in front of him. At least he had a, a lead to sit on. Whereas Kayvon Thibodeau, he had fallen behind Aiden Hutchinson. And, and after this week, I think he has fallen even lower below uh, Aiden Hutchinson and sort of gives credence to this idea that, that maybe he could fall a little bit lower down the board. And we'll see what, if, if Kayvon Thibodeau ends up doing all the athletic tests at, you know, at Oregon's Pro Day. If he does and he does them really well, he could sort of uh, re-seize the narrative here. But if not, I mean, he, he has fallen a little bit during this pre-draft process so far. Let me ask you one more in here, uh, Thor, real quick. I'd love to get your thoughts on Macarall, but but obviously he didn't do any of the things at the Combine. So I'll tie in this guy, new LSU offensive coordinator Mike Denbrock, helped mold Desmond Ritter last year at Cincinnati. How did uh, Desmond Ritter look last week at the Combine? Because I've heard that he impressed. Oh, he sure did. Yeah, you know, and the, the quarterbacks, they don't often go through the full gamut of athletic testing. And Desmond Ritter decided to, and we were in his media scrum, you know, the, uh, the day before he did the testing and someone asked him, they said, Desmond, why, why are you doing all the athletic tests? You know, cause we, usually the quarterbacks don't do all of them. And he, he just started to smile and he goes, because I'm going to dominate at them. He, he, you have to put his stock a little bit up just because, I mean, you know, he went out and tested just fabulously athletic, which wasn't, you know, a, a terrible surprise, but the fact that you get the empirical data that says he is one heading into the NFL, he's going to be a top five percentile athlete you know at that position going back to the 80s 
that that's super important. And we, we know that he can push the ball down the field and he, he has a good arm. So, I, you know, I, I think after this past week, you're probably looking at um, top 40, top 50 at the absolute latest, but, but he is also in play to go at the end of the first round for sure. For me, like with, you know, it, it, as far as that goes, like Pickett, I, he has had a, a very forgettable process to this point and people focus on, on the hand size thing. Um, I mean, you could do that, or you could just say that he has sort of a, a mediocre arm. You know, however you want to, you know, split the baby on that one. But um, D- Desmond Ritter is absolutely gaining momentum, and so Kenny Pickett, if he keeps falling, um, you know, he could. He started out as QB one, you know, and and then Malik Willis overtook him after the Senior Bowl. He might he might be dropping down more like QB four range right now. Thor Dystrom from NBC Sports. He was up in Indianapolis at the Combine last week giving us his thoughts on some of the SEC guys and just some of the top guys expected to go high in the first round. Thor, uh, thanks as always, man. Appreciate you, gentlemen. All right, that's uh, Thor Dystrom of uh, NBC Sports. Appreciate him for uh, joining us. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Again, thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen Check out the Locked on NFL Draft podcast with Ryan Tracy and former NFL DB Eric Crocker. They're bringing the NFL Draft to life every day with insight analysis of college football's prospects and NFL front offices, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here on Locked on SEC.